That's what happens when you fucking drink with your brother and fucking his girlfriend. Dude, right? I don't think I'm going to be doing that ever again. I think I'm good. I saw the IG pictures, or the IG videos. Like, that's some pretty crazy they, shit. They are falsified uh, vibe pictures. That they're, they're definitely for the gram. Mm-mm. How much did you drink last night? How much? Uh, I don't know how to quantify that. That's like... Can you quantify time? <laughs> <laughs> how many hours was I drinking? Yeah. yeah. Uh... Three or four. But you went heavy then, huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We had like a table and stuff, and it was like a whole situation. You guys went out to the club or? or yeah. We're in Downey, dude. Downey? What like, the fuck? Who goes to Downey? You took a party bus to Downey. There was a furniture store across the street okay, from the fucking sketchy. club, dude. That's sketchy. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was like, what? Any kind but of warehouse. It was fun, at least? It was, it was, no, I had a great time. That's good, then. I had a great time. That's not even. It's one of those hidden gems, I guess, you know, like someplace stuck in the middle of nowhere yeah <coughs> like a, a brewery stuck in the middle of a like a office district oh you're talking about like one of those speakeasies speakeasies or uh, i don't know if you guys ever heard like phantom brewery or bootleggers is it like uh you have you have to knock on the door a specific way or manipulate a handle those not so much um you just have to know the place you can just okay. walk right in oh right on yeah they're in like um they're in like industrial areas in cyprus and anaheim and everything like that right on it's weird zoning they just have yeah. a bar in the middle of an industrial area well this one was kind of interesting because i don't know if this is true or not but at the end of the night i found out that uh big boy you know the dj yeah, yeah. DJ, he's actually small now he, he like, small boy. he's small boy now yeah yeah he's little boy uh, he actually owns that club and he like oh, operates wow. it. And he has like a lot of his uh, celebrity rapper people come on okay. and DJ there or like perform. Nice. Oh, yeah, not is... that night. Not last night. Uh, but okay. This, this like, has okay. been Podcast JJ episode 15? With 80, 85. 85. 32. All right. You know, whatever 46? whatever sequence you're, you listen to, you know, it's it's 2019 right now. So I just want to put right that, now, uh, right now, now it is right now, now yeah. it is. So okay. for any future episodes, if you need a chronometer, <laughs> but we got Ty Tong Chong Earn. Hi everybody! Thank you for having me on. Ty in the house. Ty Tong Chong Earn. Yeah, he's our our residential Asian baby girl expert. But I actually know him. Yeah, we from had a to, work related. We had to dive deeper into this yeah. whole this whole conversation because this whole history yeah okay yeah because like the way it was described i thought it was like my sister's generation like oh okay cool yeah. they're like fucking wearing beanies and fucking sweaters like right. oversized sweaters and then they were just <laughs> dating thugs who are like, these who are these girls that you're talking about right now it was like my sister's generation oh, what, okay. i guess what an AB, abg is right and then like up to like three weeks ago i found out what the actual definition was and I was like oh well there i think process it i might and i may be wrong they're separated by generation but also by area generation area but yeah. i would say in your sister's generation <laughs> yeah, i was like was mid azn yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's it was the proto. School. Yeah, yeah. That was like, yeah, like, yeah, like. Um, I think that's what evolved. All these subgenres of uh, Asian subcultures evolved from AZN. That was like the one thing that we had, in, especially in you know in SoCal, LA area. Yeah, you know, like um, all the ones you see back in the day when it was like pre MySpace, uh, Angel Fire gifts. Um, Everyone wanted an type bar. Saying magic words to me. I'm fucking... I'm, I just, I'm digging I just it. want to know real quick. How did you come to have so much understanding information about this subject? It's like Are you super... questioning his veracity? No, right? no, no. I would never Go question ahead. that. No, I'm, just, what, I'm curious. Did you have to study up on this? Or did it just like personal experience shit? Like, I think it's a little <laughs> bit of everything, man. Right. Like, um, it's one of those things where I notice, uh, like, subcultures in, in humans. And I just, like, 
I just want to delve deep and I just right. look into either my own observation with empirical da data or just go on YouTube with maybe other people have noticed the same thing and right. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, like that's what I'm used to. That out in the East Coast, uh, that's something new. This is what I'm used to in LA. So that's why, you know, it's like, okay, this is like what I was born from, I guess. You yeah. Know, like growing up into this sort of culture and then kind of vying away from it, but then also like being a part of it in a way. So you're saying that you grew up in Asian baby girl culture? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, not, I guess like back then, you know, because I think we're we're all older, but we definitely grew up around AZN, but I yeah. think we were in AZN. Yeah, how old yeah. are you right now? 30. Okay, so we're roughly all the same generation. Yeah. Like, yeah. I pretty much stopped hanging out with like Asian and Filipino mm -hmm. people like when I turned 12 or 13, mm -hmm. like after I left Damn, Catholic school. Yeah, that's real early. Yeah, so like... I was like looking at all the like fucking Asian people. Like I remember the first race ride. I was like, oh crap! Like a Cambodian girlfriend at the time. Like, like I don't know where we go. Like, do we fight? Do we just go inside? Like, <laughs> I mean, we don't really, you know, probably kick somebody real quick. Yeah, back inside. You were, you were dating a little uh, little goth chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a friend friend's yeah. little sister. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wait. So I'm she, not naming names here. No, yeah. no, no. We're keeping it very. Yeah, very vague. She was, very vague. She was Kamai too. Yeah. And so when you were dating her, uh, you were, but you just said that uh, you weren't hanging out with like a lot of Asians anymore, huh? No, no. So like, it was kind of like, we were just doing our own thing, you know, like dressed weird. I had long hair, wore, so wore eyeliner guys, sometimes. Both mm -hmm. of you were Asian or are Asian, but weren't really in the main, mainstream culture. No, 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 no. We're oh, okay. Not. I yeah. see, I see. So that's, that's like, that's, I'm pretty much like, I have no idea what's going on. Then I'm trying to reconnect and I've been reconnecting the past years. And then this a ABG thing's popping up. I'm like, wait, people have been growing up in this? That's why I've been reevaluating <laughs> all my connections. I'm like, uh, are you an ABG? I don't know. You know? Right. And now that's a bad reveal thing. Reveal yourself. Yeah, reveal yourself. <laughs> so let me, ask, let me ask you guys one thing. Uh, when and how did you guys like first hear about ABG? I know you mentioned it recently, but like, yeah. how did it come about in the conversation? So like, I was talking yeah. about this trainer that I was seeing from Instagram. Uh -huh. Like, she was not seeing, but like, I went to her for like, uh, personal training. And I was like, all right, cool. And he's like, then um, David's girlfriend, Nikki, was like, oh, that's an ABG. I was like, what's an ABG? She's yeah. the one who told me about what, what that was at all. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? Oh, so she was the one that introduced you to it. Yeah. The whole time. Okay. I yeah. see. Is she one herself or she says, oh, I'm not one of those ABGs? She likes to, she likes to, be, like, I don't know. She, it's kind of like sarcastically, would say. Yeah, it's more I just, sarcastic. Yeah, I just label else. people ABG. Like, I consider David the hottest ABG. Even though he doesn't meet a majority of the requirements. Oh no, I'm super fuckboy. Yeah, super. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll also cover fuckboy in, in here as well. Right. But I'm sorry, keep going on with yeah, the ABG expertise. But that's where I heard about it. That's where we would have random conversations about like what that means and what that looks like. You know what I mean? And she would just point him out and be like, "Oh, look, she's ABG." I'm like, "What is that?" Yeah, <laughs> no know? clue. I was just like, "That's a person with tattoos." And like, "No, it's definitely ABG." Yeah, like, I feel like she just points out any hot Asian girl, though. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, okay, okay. <laughs> but she hasn't really explained it into detail. Though. Yeah, not super detail. We, we went but, to Urban Dictionary, right. and then like that's when we found out it was like a, a, it a generational the, thing. It had the old uh, description that you, the Asian yeah. Um, yeah. description, and that yeah. on the Urban Dictionary. Then and I was then like, we were okay. like, wait. Like that's not. Then, yeah. Then you started like bombing my IG DMs with like examples, <laughs> and then it, it just essentially became like like hot or not. And I was just like, all right, well, uh, uh, and then it was like, 
Oh yeah, they do come in different sizes and yep. shapes and flavors and different locations. All I mean, different trends and everything. Yeah. Like so that, you, yeah. you could break down like I saw you had like a Venn diagram. You yeah. have empty Venn diagrams actually. <laughs> so, well, one of my things that um, that I still question is I kind of have or figured out the typical ABG, the Asian baby gangster. Maybe you guys are a little bit more into in tune to that because I'm not in that area in that world all, all that much. Yeah, you're um, not on Anaheim. Got it. Yeah, um, and then. The urban style, not quite gangster or anything like that, but like I'm sure you've you've encountered this where, and I've noticed this with a lot of Filipino girls, a lot of Panais, like growing up at you know around Cerritos and Lakewood area. I was gonna say like Carson and Westside Long Beach. That too, yeah, 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 for sure. So like um, and uh, right now I'm you know at school at uh at my uh, college, a lot of Filipinos are like that too. Still, you know, really? I thought this was kind of like faded off at 2005 and then people kind of went to Abercrombie and Hollister. I feel like it's like a cycle. They'll be like, all right, yeah. cool, this mm-hmm. is good, but we're going to go put on some Hollister shit real quick for like yeah. two or three years. And and then, yeah, I think it just cycled right back again. Yeah. So, so I noticed that. It was like, okay, it's like, they're not quite ABG, but they do have this tendencies. Like, let's go hit up the music festivals. Let's go hit up Vegas. So it's Coachella, fucking Vegas. But like different um, styles, you know? like Yeah, because I, I heard ones that's just like Boba, Matcha, Fucking um, KBBQ or Fusion. Yeah. And then Fusion Food. And then I've also heard the ones that are like, let's go Coachella. I'm like, okay. I'm like, or let's go to Vegas, which is like, that just sounds like a normal, like, that's like the party girl kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And those catch posers at Jamba Juice. Yeah. So it's like, it's all coming together. I'm like, trying to put my head around it. Like, am I surrounded by ABGs? Is right. ABG a thing? Instagram influencing. It's all about posing. Yeah. For there's a lot of that. Yeah. I see that. I was like, all they're doing is just posing in bikini and like, maybe they're Photoshop, maybe they're not. I'm like, but people are following them. All they do is just pose and stuff, which, you know, I'm still trying to get behind social media myself. All so right. I tried posing, not as many followers. Well, with Instagram, ABG, with Instagram it's just a lot of thirst trapping too. Is that what it so is? So like that just kind of, that becomes a mesh of just like one thing that's oh. across the board for everyone. You know what I mean? But people can get paid from that. That's why. Right. You oh, know? yeah. They're like pushing shit. Influencers, you know, like uh, they see uh, the Kardashians, you know, like that's the the, oh, the prime yeah. influencer. They're like yeah. second generation influencer. Apparently Paris Hilton's like the first generation. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't have to do shit. Just be yourself. Right. And kinda. get paid to be yourself. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So like, a lot of people want to do that, you know, going through uh, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, you know, like they get paid for it to get advertised. Uh, by companies like, hey, you know, uh, here's this new tea or cream. Yeah. Come pose with it. Fashion Nova jeans. Got yeah. it. You know, and then, you know, like, we'll pay you whatever. So a lot a lot of them have that uh, tendency to want to get into that. Um, but it, I don't think it's just, it's not even solely just for selling product. I think it's just the whole popularity game as well, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, of course, that could get you paid, but... It's all about uh, it's all about you know being an influencer online because let's face it, you know, getting those likes they feel oh, sorry feels okay. pretty good, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? It, it's like a, a dopamine rush, you know. Yeah, you see the the fucking fucking up checks and the hearts, and you're like, oh, like <laughs> people love me. Pretty much, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> I figure like a majority of the people have like thousands of followers. They're just bots, anyways. So it's really just false. You would think so. Really, but it could be bots, but then at the same time, it's like you know. Maybe uh, Instagram algorithms be like, oh, you know, hey, check out this new or this oh. trending follower. You know, like she's doing very well. He or she's doing very well. Maybe, uh, maybe you can go check them out. Yeah, you know, I think that's that's a really big ABG trend. But mm. 
spanning not just you know ABGs or Asians, but like spanning everything. But it's a major part for being an ABG. So ABG is it just a social media presence online? What is the lifestyle in reality then? Uncover the secrets. <laughs> I would say, at least for the California uh, ABGs. At least for Southern California, because I can't say you know Chicago, New York, or even San Francisco. You're blowing my mind. You need to start uncovering secrets now. Secrets right now. Right. I would imagine it's similarities, but let's just say with uh, let's just say with the you know south of uh, Pasadena to San Diego. Okay. You know um, Coachella, like you said. Coachella. Um, you maybe got the tattoo on the clavicle. You know some sort of inspirational Instagram where it's mm. like. Oh, okay, that's what they are. I never read. What them. about the uh, the like the wing? Tattoo, tattoo on the back. Uh, I've seen a lot of that wow. too. Yeah, a lot of uh, that's a prototypical one, like you know, on the back or wrapping around the shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe uh, uh, what's called the cherry blossom or a koi fish. I haven't seen too many koi fish. Uh, the koi like, fish is like or early twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. A Z N. Yeah, because that became like a, a broski tattoo. You're like, oh, you got a koi fish on yeah. your calf. I'm like, <laughs> all right, brother. Like, everybody's from like Hemet. I'm like, there's no koi fish in Hemet. <laughs> Dude, I got a cherry blossom on my ankle right here, bro. <laughs> None of that over Riverside. Lexus is an uh, BMWs. Yeah. That's a common trend. Fancy cars. Maybe Mercedes. Um, you know, following following uh, guys with uh, those nice cars and everything like that. Maybe it's the cars themselves. Who knows? Or maybe it's just trending for the Instagram. Um, clubs, of course. You mm-hmm. know, like the latest the latest trends in, in LA. I don't even know. Like, I still think Velasco is the whole thing. I What's is Velasco? Velasco is kind of still a thing. Yeah. yeah, they're more of a, like a music venue. Okay. I think they have more like events like that than they do like actual club nights. But okay. but the weekends still, I think they still do it. They still have like, I went one time and they had an entire Asian night, and I went through a sea. Oh, of Thursday like, nights, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was that. like what is crazy. I felt very out of place. So, so <laughs> Velasco, it's a uh, it's a theater. Like a like a kind of like a Broadway type of theater. That's uh, I think that establishment or institute has been around since maybe the forties. I think it's been around for a minute. It's a very old theater. Yeah. Interesting. And, um, so Thursday nights is Asian night. That's the one and only time I went to, and uh, I went with my then girlfriend, who is definitely an ABG. Mm-hmm. She has all those tendencies. First hand experience. Shoulder tattoos, drives a Mercedes uh, into the whole. Uh, Tuning cars, tuning Japanese cars, mm-hmm. you know, um, clubs every night, partying, Molly. Molly's a big one. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that. I was like, the heck? Yeah. This sounds like a rave scene almost. Yeah, kind of. All those party yeah. drugs, all the stimulant drugs. Um, Ariat Encore, all the day clubs at uh, Vegas. Okay. And then, um, depending on their socioeconomic status, it's. The travel too, right? So Europe, yeah, yeah. You know, going to Europe, going to France, going to the UK, Spain, Italy. You know, get that, get that perfect picture at yeah. it in Ibiza or whatever. They're with, they're with their like, uh, they're then like fucking meal ticket, taking the picture, but not getting yeah. them in, in the picture. Or like they go in like huge. It's the, the one where. Um, or they go in their own cloud. I don't know, and they hire a photographer. Right. Yeah, I mean that, that could way. be a case too. Yeah. You know, if they have the money, but you always see that uh, that typical photo. At least you know, maybe three or four years ago, where. You just see her in the back, and and she has her hand behind her, and then the guy's holding her, and you just see the picture. Of right. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, her laying on the beach in some sort of way. Yeah. So if not Europe, you know, definitely Asia, right? Yeah. You know, you Tokyo, Korea, uh, all over Southeast Asia, like Bali and Thailand, 
Thailand uh, especially, you know, full of full of ABGs, Jeez. like tourists. You know, they go to the white sand beaches and everything like that, just take a photo. So I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not knocking it. Like, you do your thing. But that's that's a really common trend I've noticed with uh, with ABGs and and that might be a little different from AZN. I feel like the AZN thing is like gone. AZN is definitely like, for like a lot of pe- a lot of the guys that are getting out of jail, guys and girls getting out of jail, yeah. come back out. That's what I'm thinking. It's like more of like a, a phase. Like, hey, let's all put on like Amber Crombie for like two years, and like this wave of fucking OG thugs come out. They're like, okay, yeah, I forgot. I'm gonna put on all this stuff again. And it comes in like a different iteration. Well, there is there is a lot of that because okay, so AZN, I would say its lifespan is probably early '90s yeah. to the mid 2000s, and at that time, Asians didn't really have their own identity, right? Yeah, there's no solidarity. We kind of were raised up in hip hop culture. Exactly. I think that the apex was Romeo Must Die. We're exactly. Jet Li. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah. No, that's that's like, definitely true. You had Jet Li hooking up with Aaliyah, and it's like, holy shit! Right. That's like as as, as groundbreaking as William Shatner kissing uh, Lieutenant Uhura, like white kissing, white interracial kissing, like. Yeah. So yeah, I think that kind of solidified and was pretty much the end of like the Asian era, pretty much. It was when. It's like 99 at that point, 97. 99 was probably at its peak, and yeah. then kind of died off. And not to mention, you know, Fast and Furious. Yeah, around yeah. that 99, 2000. Mm-hmm. Beat that that showed that the Asian subculture in that life. Mm-hmm. But no, I would say, you know, like um, a lot, a lot of uh, Asian's influence came from, like you said, hip hop, like Tupac and Biggie mm-hmm. and everything like that, because we didn't have anything to identify with, right? So there was a lot of, uh, and th- of course, there wasn't YouTube or social media yet. Yeah. So I was like, all right, what can we? assimilate or identify with and not to mention a lot of uh asians uh at least you know southeast asians migrated from you know, during the 70s and 80s uh during the vietnam war and the Khmer rouge into mm-hmm. uh, long beach yep you know um but then you have other other east asians who are more you know in san francisco and in alhambra monterey park yeah and just between southeast asians and, and uh east asians that's a whole like difference between the two right there and really those guys fought each other yeah. Like, you know, those guys did not like each other, you know. There was a whole thing back in the 90s when, you know, TRG and The Watching, and TRG and ABZ, but that's a different different yeah. story. But, you know, uh, Cambodians and Taiwanese and then Chinese, like... What is TRG? Uh, it's Tiny Rascals Tiny gang. Rascal Gang. Oh, it's like a gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Predominantly Cambodian, Laotian gang in, oh. uh, around the Long Beach area. Oh, okay. But, uh, they, you know, they, they, would, uh, they would go on gang wars with each other back back then. Yeah, that's, that's my sister's generation. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So that so that was that was the AZN, right? So, you had uh, the the sideburns cut off to like a zero, and then you had like a right, fucking right. your hair looked like a pigeon. Not a very threatening name, also yeah. the tiny rascals. Well, that's why it's TRG. Right. But like people were like shooting each other in broad daylight. Okay, see there's that a part, lot. Of, there's a lot of cross. You're yeah, you're yeah, 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 it was pretty real. bad. It was real. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, but still, tiny like, rascals. Hey man, <laughs> that's I all. I don't okay, that's it, man. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, okay, it was them against SOS at some point. I remember SOS, who's yeah. the Sons of Samoa. Oh, okay, so, I've yeah. heard of them. Yeah, yeah, okay. No so joke. I was like, no that joke. That was just right like, there. okay, well, people are just gonna kill each other in the right. middle of the street right now. All right, can I not go outside? I'm four years old. <laughs> but that was like my sister's generation. She grew up in that. She's like six and a half years yeah. older than me, so she went through. Like teenage years and all also that. Also, North Long Beach did like this. Well, we moved to North Long Beach like right. Where are you living at this time? We're we're over in uh, Wrigley area. Oh, Wrigley. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we still kind of rough. Yeah, we moved pretty much uh, right after Rodney King. Mm. 
So after okay. that, we're like, let's move to a safe neighborhood in North Long Beach. I'm like, good choice. Right. I guess. I guess, <laughs> I guess relatively, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had a couple of friends that lived on uh, North Long Beach as well. Yeah, I think they just wanted to be separate from like yeah. all the Filipinos that are like banging over there. So we went to Northside and there's like no mm. Filipinos over there. You see some stuff, but it's like fairly yeah. quiet. Yeah, it's fairly quiet. Because yeah. mm. I remember uh, seeing a lot of, um, I guess, OG ABZs around there. They're like all older. At that, this was, you know, 2004, 2005. And these yeah. guys were already in the 30s and 40s. And you could tell, like, okay, these guys are probably OG. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you know, we all got our families. Like, I'm not trying to do that no more. But, you know, it's on their, their history. It's like, yeah, you know, back then in the, in the 80s, well, we came over from uh, from Cambodia and we had to defend ourselves somehow. You know, yeah. the all the bloods and the, or rather the Crips and the Longos, they're, they're um, messing with us. So we, we have to band together and, and, uh, and um, group together and everything. And going back to it, like, yeah, like how you said your sister, that's her generation. She grew yeah. up into that. So I think that's one of the biggest parts is uh, is Asians, first generation coming over and getting picked on and trying to trying to fight back, but also trying to have an identity. But that also evolved into to current day, uh, all these, you know, sub subcultures and just Asians alone. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, how do we get into Asian gangs and then it created ABGs? I is think it just like these are the girls of the gang, like girl gang. Are they like, girl gang members? Are they just girlfriends what do you of think, gang like, members? Bikers, like they have their old ladies, right? Yeah, Biker so they're gangs. the old ladies. So like, yeah, it's like because like in my head, I'm imagining just all girl gangs, and it's like it's pretty. Well, much, no, they weren't like well, let's form our own gang. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, it just my became more. Is great, right? <laughs> but it seems like the especially now in the the newer generations of this genre is like. The motivation is entirely social media. For yeah, sure. you know what I it's mean. All like it's so in, engrossed in that, and uh, the traveling and the partying, all that stuff, just seems to be uh, a benefactor for that. For sure. For the social media aspect of it. I would say, uh, think Asian as the Pokemon Eevee. Right, um, and then you have all these different. Oh, now stones. we're getting into Pokemon. Yeah, we got. Okay, hey, you let's, forget let's what go. podcast let's, we're no, on, let's David. Let's fucking go, dude. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> you remember? You remember how like the you had like okay, so I only remember first generation, but you know you had the fire, the electric. Eevee can evolve into three different types of Pokemon. right, but then now it's like ten of them, right? Yeah. So think about that. Like Eevee Rip. is like the Ooh, calm down. Sorry, I got upset. My yeah. bad. I don't like talking about the new generation. I'm not into it. Me neither. But go ahead. That, that's perfectly that's perfectly fine, man. But like you know how Eevee was like the OG, you know, right? <laughs> it, it splits off into all these different yeah, genres, yeah. but hey, at the base of it was AZN. Right. So okay. I'm saying like ABG stem from AZN, but then there's also you know like um, you have other subcultures of, of uh, like the gangsters too. Like, yeah. th- that's still a thing now. Mm-hmm. It know? still is. It's yeah. not. It's not like widely advertised as part of the culture because like right. for during that time the AZN like everyone's like yeah I'm with thugs like nobody was a thug really. There were right. some real thugs right. out there, but they weren't like I'm a thug kind of thing. Right. And then when I see ABGs, I'm like I'm thinking like. They're like female gangsters, and I was like completely wrong. It's all clout. Uh, I mean, some of them are covered in like tattoos. Some of them are fucking ride or die. That's one of the definitions I heard. I was like, damn, ride or die. That's like, that's pretty cool. They're like, nah, they're just taking pictures in front of shit. <laughs> but I mean, the, no, the boba. That being said, yeah, <laughs> exactly, boba, boba life. Yeah. Um, it, I think it's like a Venn diagram too. So you know, like some people could like set, uh, sit in both worlds, while others like are very differentiated between like, all right. That's real gangster. This one is just straight up partying ABG yeah. or whatever, you know. But I'm saying, like, I think it just evolved from that Asian culture. Not to mention there's other 
circumstances too, like uh, adoptees, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, South Koreans were highly or like I don't know the term, like massively adopted or whatever back in the eighties and nineties. I think even still so now. But and during the eighties, are you talking about like in Southern California, or are you talking all about over, all over? Uh-huh. Like uh, they they would get adopted by Americans, like white families and everything like that. I met oh, gotcha. a few of them in the Navy too. Actually. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know an officer that's uh, yeah. is one of them. And um, I always wondered, I was like, why every time I encountered a Korean in the Navy, like last name always, Smith, yeah, or, or Wilson or yeah. Williams, yeah, they're, they're always adopted. And then you know, I realized later after you know doing research, like oh yeah, there was a, a heightened surge. surge. Yeah, there we go surge of uh, adoption from South Korea to America and you know to pretty much the Western world mm. it's their own historical circumstances of you know they need the money and the resources stemming from the Korean War yeah um, and then I think at that time the 70s and 80s that's when the South Korean economy started to boom yeah because it was it they were was like manufacturing like crazy yeah like uh, yeah, yeah Hyundai and Daewoo and LG you know they started coming up and Samsung mm-hmm. But for for a minute after uh, the, the Korean War, like during the sixties and seventies, poverty, extreme poverty. North Korea was doing better, so people yeah. and you know that's Cold War. Um, people were thinking, oh shit, you know maybe communism was a thing. Mm. Anyway, I'm getting into politics and communism <laughs> right. now. Yeah, we should have just stayed with you know Molly and Coke. But right, right. Yeah, we're, we're already too far. Tell me about the socio political economics theory. <laughs> yeah, that that we're not. We're gonna, we're gonna go in there. So. South Korean. All right, so we let's go. Let's go to our DMs. Like you're sending me a lot of like IG profiles, and I was okay. just like, essentially, I was just like doing hot or not, or I was like giving my input. So from my understanding, you're sending me like some South Korean ones, and I was like, it, they look like pop stars, pretty much. Right, right. And I'm like, I really wouldn't consider that ABG so as far as like the pick- one. I, I know the couple that I did send you uh, were like the pop star idols from Korea. Yeah. Right? So I wouldn't really consider them ABGs. Like that's that's. That's just your sick little fetish. Got it. It is for sure. <laughs> uh, solely in Asia, right? That, that's that's Asia. But I'm talking as far as ABG as in a, a Westernized and American Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely do have uh, Koreans that fall in that status of either you know the ride or die or straight up partying type. You know, yeah. go go up to LA, go to K Town. You see a lot of that. Yep. Uh, or even just around here, you know, Fullerton, Buena Park. I was gonna say like Garden Grove, Garden Anaheim. Grove especially. Yeah. yeah. Especially around there, right? And because it's all assimilated with um, with other Asian cultures too. Like, uh, you know, Solon Beach might have more Khmer and Laos. I think there's Hmong. I'm not sure. Yeah, there's Hmong. There's Hmong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thais are spread around everywhere. So yeah, you see a Thai restaurant, like 50 50 chance it's actually owned by Cambodians or Laotian. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Thai is a weird one. I can get into that uh, a little bit later. But um, yeah, so like every region in Southern California area, it's, you know, kind of have different. Ethnics uh, of the Asian Asian uh, uh, continent, so they kind of have similarities, but then also you have varying differences too. Mm-hmm. So like you know, Alhambra Monterey Park six through six is more Taiwanese and mainland China coming in, and you know, especially with uh, around I think Arcadia and Pasadena, like Covina area, yeah. Um, around uh, towards Cerritos, which is still five six two, but a little bit closer to La Palma and Buena Park, yeah. so that's more. Uh, Filipino, Korean, um, and there used to be a lot more Chinese, but they all kind of moved out to yeah, they went to LA, yeah. yeah. Um, so the Koreans and Filipinos in that area are like, I would say, pretty different than Koreans and Filipinos in you know all the other regions too. Yeah, I was gonna say like the, the Filipinos and like as of recently, like, due to gentrification, yeah. I'm like looking at Carson now. I'm like, this isn't the same place anymore. They still got the seafood city, but it's like slowly becoming Cerritos. It's true. Like I'm looking at it now, like okay, maybe yeah. it's gonna be that kind of like oh, it's safe, 
community, like big houses and all that stuff, track, not track homes, but like like just giant Asian communities, but like not that much strife and a lot more infrastructure. So I don't know, like the Southern California Filipino, at least, you know, I'm Filipino, I'm trying to figure it out myself, like, is there Filipino ABGs? I mean, oh, definitely. As, really? Definitely. There's all sorts, man. Examples. Yeah. Okay, Examples. So, Send me their profiles, please. Look <laughs> <laughs> brother. Actually, yeah, I, I probably have some. No, I'm just joking. But, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's constantly evolving. Like, you said, like, regional areas, like, even in Southern California, you're talking about Orange County, L.A., Northern L.A., almost inland L.A. Yeah. And then we haven't even covered NorCal. Yeah, I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other bag of worms right there. <laughs> well, we might know something about San Diego. San Diego. It's been a minute since I've been back, but I, I would say San Diego has some similarities with, with uh, Orange County. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely more right-leaning as far as yeah. like, the, pol- the political scale Which is. Which is kind of surprising. It's, I mean, it's a pretty big county, and then there's a lot of people that are just cool with, I guess, right-leaning politics. Which is, I don't know, I mean, everybody thinks of L.A. and San Francisco as, like, a big, like, left politics kind of deal. Right. And then, like, all the other cities kind of fall to the wayside, pretty much. Right. That's true. You kind of have to figure, too, in San Diego, it's a huge military town. Yeah, How many different bases are down there? Yeah, you have all, mm, you have Army? No, no Army. No, but definitely Marine Corps and Navy. Yeah, Marine Corps and Navy. Yeah. Mm. So you have those multiple bases over there. Right. So then you have people that are pretty much transplanted from all over America. That's true. So that that definitely uh, influences the uh, like the kind of political aspect of yep. that that area. But I'm trying to think of like the ABG culture there because I'm like San Diego ABG. Yeah, you have to you have to have some kind of like. I'm thinking I'm like it's coming up a blank. I'm like I'm seeing trigonometry triangles coming at me and fucking count like nope. I'm right. Like, maybe I just don't see it. Maybe I just don't have that that uh, that meter. I don't know. That's why that's why that's why we brought you on here. Like, yeah. do you know anything about these ABGs in San Diego or not? San Diego, <laughs> right. San Diego, I Am I surrounded by them? Am I one? I don't think you are one, okay, to be thank honest. You. Uh, I would say... I mean, it's been a minute since like we've hung out and everything like that, but I'll tell you this much. I get this a lot. It's like, dude, Ty, you're whitewashed. I'm like, how so? Oh, it's calling like, you a banana or a Twinkie or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. And, and they're like, I've heard all the you know, hurtful hurts. Yeah, I know hurtful, about hurtful, that. You're in the Navy. Yeah. You dip. You drink. You hang out with white people. I'm like, well, that's the military life. Yeah, like, how am I whitewashed? I can still, you know, speak and speak Thai and you know go to Thailand. Like, but, what's wrong with like cultural diversity and actually trying to do a cultural exchange? You know. But I, I would say, the only Asian thing I can think of in San Diego, it's like it's all clumped up into one Kearney Mesa Kearney Mesa yeah exactly Korean Japanese so Kearney Mesa is essentially Cerritos combined mm-hmm. with Garden Grove mm-hmm. into like maybe two long streets Convoy like, and all into and two Palma. streets yeah, yeah pretty much it's like oh, okay. San Diego it's like yeah. you're Asian yeah alright here you go yeah. no but he's Korean <laughs> right. I'm Japanese this is yours yeah no it's <laughs> like okay. yeah, you're, yeah, you're no, Asian okay. here, come to think of it you're right yeah so like Chinese Chinese um well, there's pho places everywhere in San Diego. That's Nigeria. true, yeah. That's a lot true. of, like, a pho place and Thai places are spread out. So, what, out. these streets but are, like, like, just heavily populated with, like, Oh, yeah, Asian like, I'm talking about, like, all right, like, fucking Chinese restaurant, Korean restaurant, Korean restaurant, massage nail spa, Chinese <laughs> yeah. restaurant, Dude, Japanese awesome. restaurant. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Pretty and then, cool. like, you go to the next block, it's the same thing over. You go across the street from a boba place, and then everything I just mentioned over and over again. Right, right, right. And uh, that goes on <laughs> for, like, sequence. In sequence, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad. And then car dealership, to break it up, because it's actually an industrial area. Yeah. Industrial and uh, retail. Not retail, but, yeah. Because then, like, past those two streets, warehouses. 
So it's not residential around that. Those, no, those no people very small residential. That populate that area don't really live in that no, area. No, no. They, I guess everybody goes there to eat food because, like, literally, there's, like, a... That's interesting. I, I'm, to be honest with you, maybe 30 or 40 Korean restaurants down that street. I think there's a Hustlers and Pacers, too. Say again? I think there's a Hustlers and Pacers strip club there, too. Yeah, there has to be. It's, it's industrial. Yeah. yeah, they have, like, a Nine couple Nine of gun Ranch. shops over there. Yeah, yeah Nine Nine Ranch and H Mart. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a Seafood City. Seafood City is over in National City. Which is that's where the Filipinos yes. are at? Oh, it's that's where coming. the Filipinos. It are. has oh, a 99 Market oh. and an H Mart in the same area. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you, Kearney Mesa is like, hella concentrated, <laughs> extremely concentrated. Yeah, sorry, like, hella. They're all spread out, but no, Kearney it's just, like yeah, right there. This is really interesting to me right now. Like, yeah, I can't even. Like when uh, Nikki and Ida came down from yeah. uh, from Long Beach, I was like, hey, uh, you guys want to eat something? And they were over like by me, over in like mm-hmm. City Heights area. It's like, yeah, if you want like Asian food, it's over in Kearney Mason. Like, oh, it's coming back to me. Yeah, it's, it's all there. That's kind of like that um, that area over there near like La Palma and Cypress. I think kind of area like right there where the 90 is and the 605. Yeah, but you have like multiple. And it's just a line yeah. of just Indian restaurants. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're talking about Little India. Little yeah. India. Yeah, yeah, yeah legit Little that's, India. I live by there. But that's a residential area. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Like that's kind of like where everybody. Well, okay. well, not everybody, but they a lot of. So they have like that. Indian, Pakistani, right? And like, like, and not just and specific, Portuguese. Yeah. Portuguese, yeah. Portuguese, yeah. yeah. Which is like I found out Bellflower has like a Portuguese population. So back back then, um, when Cerritos or you know this whole area was all farmland, it was uh, settled by Dutch and Portuguese uh, oh, farmers. Yeah. Mm. Um, there, the I don't know if the Dutch are still concentrated, but we used to have a Dutch import export store right in Bellflower, right on Artesia Boulevard. Wow. There's still a big concentration of Portuguese uh, population in Artesia. Yeah, in, there in you that go. whole neighborhood right Sorry, behind um, Little India. There's yeah. a the, Artesia there. <laughs> the church is called um, Our Lady Fatima. No, 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 no. Holy Family. The Holy Family, the Holy Family uh, 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 Church. Um, yeah, there's a big, big uh, Portuguese uh, concentration in that area. I went to a lot of I went to high school with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they say, "Oh, yeah, you know," because um, I didn't know what a Portuguese was. Yeah, I, growing I up, I was like, "What? What's Portuguese?" You know, I, I knew Spanish and knew Italian, but like, what was Portugal? I always thought Portuguese is like a weird Spanish. And yeah, like, this yeah. is like all right. Then apparently Brazilians speak Portuguese. Like, how'd that happen out of everything in South America? Right. Like, yeah, right. it sounds it's so it's such a like beautiful and just strange language. Oh yeah, you know when it's when you hear it spoken, like, you can tell it's still. Yeah, it's like there. Yeah, Latin there's roots. that yeah. that uh, that that tone and like even the enunciation is there, but like it just it goes off the rails when yeah. you hear it. <laughs> you know, like what do you what? It goes really quick too. I was like, oh wow, that's I can't even slow down and cognate this to any of the Latin roots because like there's like French in there. Right. There's some uh, A lot of some German words. I don't know what's going on. Some German's pretty it's it's crazy. interchangeable. I mean, like, not interchangeable, but like you know how English is supposed to be Germanic, but it's like way more french now yeah I mean, it's got a lot of latin roots with a lot of our actual term or terminology so it's like i don't know it's portuguese though is like i'm trying to pull alliterations like maybe it's just too much or the rhythm to it like maybe i'm just used to spanish a lot mm. and i'm just like that's yeah, not spanish so like hear it not spanish mm, sorry right. can't process i mean yeah. tagalog does definitely has a lot of uh shared words from from Spanish. Well, that's too, what I like right? about Tagalog. Half of it's like pretty much like English. So it's like, because like halfway through a sentence, you're going to say something in English and then you're like, all right, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I always watch uh, TFC, all the dramas, the variety shows. Yeah. It's like they'll say something in Tagalog and then all of a sudden, like, it's all English. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, the first half of that sentence was Tagalog and the other half of the sentence is English. Like, all right, you can kind of get what's going on. With Portuguese, it's like, all right, I'm going to speak Spanish, maybe every other word. And then, um, 
maybe some French, maybe some Basque, maybe some German, <laughs> maybe some like, oh, geez, I don't know what's going on here. Right. I mean, yeah. They're both right there on the uh, Iberian Peninsula. Yeah. So, I mean, I would imagine they have a lot of shared culture and languages. Anyway, I was going to ask you something, though. Um, before we went off on a European thing. Yeah, I know. This is um, good. This is good. I like this. Yeah. So you've been in San Diego for a minute. Two years. That's it? Where yeah. were you before? I was over in Bahrain for about five. Oh, really? Yeah, I sent myself on exile. I had no idea. I thought this whole time you were in Virginia or Florida. No, for your, no. Was that your first uh, yeah, I went straight station, really? So I went to a Minesweeper in 2012. So they sent me to San Diego. Okay. And then immediate back-to-back deployments to Bahrain. So, oh, that's and then eventually, you're... like fourteen, well, twenty twelve to twenty thirteen, was my second deployment, and we got villas out there. So I was like living there. Okay. Third deployment, we took the ship, so we perma crewed, and I stayed there for a year. Then I took a comm stay over there for two oh, years. Seriously? So like, three four years I was living there. So most of the time I was in Bahrain. Okay. Well, I was gonna ask like. Okay, so you've been there for a couple of years. Yeah. Have you encountered on your on your night outs like the UCSD kids, SDSU kids, or anything like that? Like, I cause there's got to be a lot of Asians that goes to those those colleges down there. Yeah, I really just go to dive bars and don't uh, go to any. I yeah, so I don't go to any place where there's like a whole bunch of like a concentration of college students. Yeah. Because I'm like, all right, well that sounds like not a fun time for me. That's how I was before I joined the Navy too. So it's like, all right, dive bar. You got old people, you got darts, you got maybe a working pool table and PBR at a reasonable <laughs> right. price, right? And I'll drink it. That is I a winning like, combo, right? Yeah, but I nowadays think. it's like I go to a bar, it's like PBR, ha, oh, six dollars a can. Like, fuck off, man. I'm leaving. Because <laughs> it's, go yeah, it's the thing. Yeah, I remember thing. that back in back in uh yeah. back in A school, you and uh, Devore would always drink PBR. Yeah, oh, I was talking about PBR. Yeah, and that was right before like PBR was. You know, mainstream. That was literally how I bridged gaps with people from the South. Because I was like, yeah. I've never met people from the South. DeVore was from Alabama. He was from um, was Mobile. So I was like, you're from Racism, Alabama. You know, they did. They, just, <laughs> they were trying to stop the Civil Rights Movement over there. You he's mean like, just Alabama? Yeah. Was, but it was funny because he's like, oh, you get all super butthurt. Right. And he was like, no, I'm not like that. I'm not like, yeah. And then uh, Burleson, he was from North Carolina. I don't remember who Burleson was. He was a tall dude, talk slow, talk like Kank Hill, pretty much. Nice. Except not because that's North Carolina. Nice. But yeah. And then um, a dude from Louisiana. Fuck, what's his name? I don't know. But yeah, all my friends were fucking Southern. So like, all we had to get like bridge the gap was PBR and anime, which they're all fucking nerds. <laughs> surprisingly enough. So, like, so when you're when you're out in San Diego, you don't really encounter too much of a, a Asian concentration. Or no, no, no. Like, literally, like, if I go to Kearney Mesa, then yeah. And then okay. national cities like it's like Filipinos and Mexicans. That's about it. Filipinos and Mexicans. Yeah. But the Filipinos there are typically fobs, though, huh? Not necessarily. It's yeah. just like you're thinking about Filipinos that are in concentration close to a military base. Okay, yeah. So like yeah. anywhere in the world, you'll have a Filipino population next to a military base. Mm. It's That's just, true. Like this is just how it happens. They're working at the next. They're doing like there's a Filipino restaurant or something like that. That's just how it is. That's how you have Filipinos in Virginia. Like oh what the hell? All right. OFWs. Yeah. Overseas Filipino workers. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a shit ton. Like I was surprised when I even got over to like Bahrain. I was like. Why is half of this island like forty to fifty percent is Filipino? Right. I was like, what? Went to Italy for like a three day mission. It was like, there's Filipinos here too. Uh, oh, you're here on bridge to bridge, like you're out in the open ocean. Filipino, uh, Tagalog. Right. That's like literally probably the language of the the, the nautical language of merchant vessels because they'll have there's Filipino sailors everywhere on every merchant vessel, every right. country. It's merchant crazy. Merchant and, and uh, cruise um, 
uh, luxury cruises and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nepalese, I've, I've encountered a lot around Long Beach too. I don't yeah. know if you've encountered Nepalese. Yeah, uh, there's a small population. Yeah. Um, there is a couple Nepalese restaurants in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember. But yeah, that's pretty good food. I love, oh man, dude, like. Never had it. Oh. Man. All right, let's go. <laughs> Nep- you want to go Korean barbecue or Nepalese restaurant after this? Pretty down for Korean barbecue, dude. Okay, yeah, we're going to KBBQ. Soju. Uyghur. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, like Uyghurs, right? The, yeah, 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 the yeah. Chinese Muslims. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. You ever have goat Chinese style? Ooh. No. Ooh, boy. I have not. It's yeah. Is it I, braised? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, I'm yeah. down. Yeah. Like going to Oman. There's a sit down and everything like that. It's, all right, you know, eat with your hands. Here's goat. Here's chicken, and yeah. here's another goat. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's just go to town. Right. So good. And they got the uh, their style of the yogurt sauce. Like I can never say it. The, you know, like Middle East Tzatziki. Well, I mean, it's pretty much like a basic tzatziki. It's a Mediterranean Middle East. Right. It's fermented. It's creamy. It's fatty for sure. Right. Yeah. And like you cover any gamey meat with it, and it magically becomes delicious. Grab a bread and pick some food up. Yeah. Well, have you ever tried Jordanian food? No, not believe I have. Oh man, I forget this one dish. This is rice dish that they have at parties. That's literally fourteen thousand calories and feeds like fifty people. (laughs) And I really want to try it. Is There's actually a lot of Lebanese around here too. Yeah, there in is. Anaheim and um, and Cyprus, yeah. and uh, apparently Zenku is is Lebanese too. Yeah, I'm actually, he's Lebanese, went to Armenia, and then came over here, and then. Does it taste good? Yes, it does. Yes. All right, that's, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. It's really good. It's kind of weird how some places are like they won't call them Iranian restaurants, or they won't call it like yeah. some Persian restaurants. I, I forget how it goes. Uh, not Iranian. Or the Iraqi. Uh, no, they they, say Iraqi they, food. They'll, they'll call themselves. Uh, Persian, because Persian, yeah, yeah, because uh, okay. of the Gulf. Right. Th- there's that too. But, but then there's also the people of Persia in Iran, I believe. They, the, the, so the Persians became Iran in like what the 1500s or whatever. Oh, I, right. I can't remember. Like the, after the Ottoman Empire, I'm getting all my history messed up. But I do know for sure that the reason why they say Persian in LA is because of the 1980 uh, coup. Yeah. So pretty much like when. I, uh, Iran flipped the switch and became like hard um, religious political yeah. mm. like mm. yeah, theolo- uh, a theo- theocracy theocracy, they yeah. theocracy so they have like an imam that's ruling the country it used to be actually democratic mm. so like you see pictures of Iran back in like the 70s and they're like having discos with like fucking poofy hair and porn star mustaches I'm like what right. the heck everybody's having a good time like yeah that's Iran Theocracy. Yeah, nightlife is pretty crazy. Like right? Say again? I think Afghanistan was like that too, wasn't it? Um, I think not, not, not Afghanistan. I don't think they came up as hard because like Iran was like a built-up nation at that point. Afghanistan was still a satellite country for the USSR. Right, but I think at, at one point they're at least Kabul, like they weren't all covered up in burqas. No, no, no. Yeah, no. yeah. That that whole idea it was like a it's a whiplash of like all right, well we were like a satellite Russian country, and like. But we want American genes and all that stuff. And they had the American genes for maybe like a decade. Then it was like, whoosh, right, right back to the theocracy. Right. But hmm. It's crazy. I was like, like looking at it like, okay, that's cool. And that's why everybody likes American genes and Rolexes and all that stuff. Like when you go over there and like, why are there so many knockoffs of this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. On, on a bit of a side note. Yeah. I totally forgot about this, this sort of subculture. Do you remember the dance era? Like Dance Dance like Revolution? Like West Crew, uh, America's Best Dancer. This is like 2008, 2009 maybe. No, I'm, you're enlightening me now. You, don't, you guys don't remember that? Mm-mm. Okay, so... Is this, all right, is this like, what do you call it? Um, 
the, that Jamie Kennedy movie? Was that called? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> Malibu's was one. Yeah, Mal- no, no, Mal- no. Malibu's was one. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, no. All right. So I think like hip hop dancing, right? This yeah. is huge, huge in, in Asian culture, even to this day. But 2008, 2009, I would say was at its peak. So MTV okay. had America's Best Dance Group. Right, and it I think it went on for three seasons, and you guys heard Jabawakis, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I haven't. Okay, so Jabawakis. Oh, wow. That's surprising. Yeah, I, I thought you would know to yeah. be honest. Um, they're they're these guys are old school. Like they're probably Gen Xers, I think, maybe maybe a little bit older millennials. Yeah. Um, they're the guys that have the uh, the white mask on and dance in Vegas now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they have a residency over there. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So they became crazy. they became a nightly act over in Vegas. So they, yeah. Okay. So they, they were the first to win um, the first season, and then, but yet a bunch of dance crews come on, and a lot of them came from our area. Really? Like, uh, there's one called Quest Crew, that is literally down the street from where I live. I might be locking this away from my memory because Quest Crew does sound very familiar. Right. Uh, Team Millennia. I had a homegirl that danced on that. Um, a bunch of a bunch of these dance crews from all over the country, but definitely around from our area. Our area, but I would say that kind of. I don't know if it's a bridge between AZ and ABG, mm-hmm. but that's also a definite subculture of AZ or of uh, of Asians, especially so, around here. So you're telling me there's a whole troop of dancing Asians out there? Yes. Okay. If, if a couple troops, if, a couple troops. If you go back to. Uh, Go back to college, like especially Cal State Long Beach. I bet you there's probably multiple dance crews. I literally dropped out of Cal State Long Beach multiple times, so I probably did not. They were probably dancing around me. I was too busy not being there. They're there, man. They're there. Yeah. If I go back there, just kind of like I want to go get a subway sandwich on campus and be like, oh, they're just dance battling. I would. I don't think by dance battling, but they have a. Uh, I mean, maybe they're like uh, practicing for a competition. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, they definitely have dance crews like. Uh, Filipinos are a big part of it. I believe Koreans it. are a big part of it. That's um, actually that whole dance thing is like coming back. Actually, like yeah. you know, a lot of TV shows, they have uh, competitions. Uh, World of Dance specifically is like I actually like to watch that show mm-hmm. a lot, and it comes on you know like once a year or whatever. But um, they had the Jabberwockies on there yeah. recently, uh, and they were amazing, obviously. And then they brought and introduced all these other dance crews, right. kids, grown-ups, and then just. There's also solo artists and people like that, but like that that whole like culture, I guess, is still pretty booming. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's like so you so you think you could dance? That's been going on for forever mm-hmm. since the beginning of time. But yeah, that's that's still popping. Yeah. The dance stuff. I I would definitely say that it's a uh, it's a definite definite subculture in uh, with Asians for sure yeah. though, mm-hmm. like. Uh, but I was saying, like, those dance crews, like, Asian dance crews was, was at its height, like, at uh, 2008, 2009. Um, I remember having a homegirl from, from my high school. She always invited me to go to, to her dance competitions or dance shows and everything like that. And I would go. They're fun, you know. Um, a lot of hot girls. Mm-hmm. Problem is, there's a lot of hot guys too. Damn, is so, that a problem for you? Definitely. Oh wow! Right. <laughs> Can't dance girls yourself. only want to go for dancer guys. Uh, right. You can only like pose so long. You're like you kind of doing like the two step, and then like nobody sees you execute the move. Exactly. You're like, I'm just gonna two step out of here. Exactly, man. <laughs> it's like, like guys doing windmills and everything. Yeah, like that. you're like dude, just electric slide. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> all you need to do. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like her her team or her like varsity team 
whatever or team millennia like they they joined the dance crews and everything uh and and joined the um join uh so you think you can not so you think that's america's best dance crew mm-hmm. shit maybe if it's on abc i can't remember whatever it sounds like an abc show yeah. <laughs> yeah but um i would say that that's definitely definitely a thing um i think it could have been a bridge too so let's i'm trying to map it out but i feel like it's softening the blow for america to accept like k-pop Groups. Yeah, I mean, shit, K-pop is a huge thing. Yeah, right K-pop now too. like the because like Korean culture has influenced all of Asia. That's right. like that's the America of originally it was Japanese. Or, yeah, originally it, was Chinese. it was Japanese and Chinese, but now it's like not Korean. Koreans' number one export is probably their entertainment, just like America's number one export. Like we don't really compared to other countries, we don't make a lot, but right. what we do export is entertainment. Well, that's so, actually governmental too. Right. I just realized yeah. like um, for Korea, like uh, their export exporting culture. With K-pop and K-drama, it, there's a government hand in it. Like, oh what? Thailand does the same thing. They do it with food. Yeah, all their liqueurs are like all fucking popular in like the Cambodian, Malaysia, Singapore thing. Yeah, it's it's weird how like there's like countries that are popular for like oh man like the Hindi dramas. They're yeah. even popular in Thailand too. Yeah, yeah. This is it's, there's a government hand in it because I know um, I know the government. Uh, if you want to set up a restaurant. In, let's say you know your taxes and you go up to America, Australia. That's like, yeah, hey, Thailand will like sponsor you. Or yeah, they'll sponsor I think you. I heard about give that. You, give you uh, give you funding and like, all right, here you go. That's why like Thai pop, Thai food is like popular. so popular. Yeah, you know, Muay Thai and uh, um, not so much Lacan's compared to you know K dramas or anything like that. But yeah, you know, it's, it's there. It's like it'd be probably more like Lao, Cambodian, yeah. Hmong kind of. They're like, oh, cool, this is like the newest thing because like. Thai cinema is popular in Southeast Asia. Yeah, South or South Korea culture is like spreading. So like, because like Philippines is kind of like it's that weird moment where like, all right, you got South Korean culture, Japanese culture, also some of the Thai, definitely American culture too. American culture as well. Mm-hmm. So you have like Filipinos that are like straight up like are caught up to speed with anime and like South Korean music and television in America. Mm-hmm. You're like what? But you're over there, that, right? Like, I don't even watch the shit you're watching. Like but, maybe anime, anime, but that's it, right? I think there's like some sort of history involved too, because there's, um, it is definitely you know highly influenced by China and Korea and mm. Japan, because right there. Um, but you know, histories you know with Spanish colonization, then American colonization. But if you ever noticed, like, I think the Philippines is the only one that only goes after American culture specifically or in certain specific American cultures like basketball yeah they yeah. Do, basketball is very popular in the basketball Philippines. like not the PNBA the rest of Asia it's, it's soccer right yeah uh, or maybe their their national fighting sport or whatever but for Phil- the Philippines it's basketball mm-hmm. and urban subculture right like I think so uh, think. sneakers okay like shoe games yep. um, the fashion I mean, it really depends because, like, there's still like, like the amount of poverty to people that can actually That's afford true. that. It's like, That's true. like, I don't think it would outweigh it. That's just more like probably some like clout shit you'll see. But um, like, as far as entertainment, because like I know like even if you're poor, you can watch TV at right. somebody's house. And that's how they would get their concept of like this is the culture. This is what's going on. Right. Not so much like owning things because like, I mean, I could say like I have relatives in the Philippines and like we'll send them like buying boxes of like food and stuff and like shoes, but they're like kind of outdated. Mm. So I always had this theory like, like Asia, as far as like Western culture, they're like a couple years behind, and that's like normal to think of it. Like just as how our culture 
influences them. But now that we have the internet, that that gap is like slowly decreasing, and now it's going. Asian culture is influencing America to some extent. Do you think? Oh, that's that's definitely true. Do you think it's behind, or do you think it's just kind of like all right? They pick and grab what they like, but they also still have their own identity. Like I saw it as like it was just kind of behind, uh, but actually thinking about it now, how it is actually catching up with the spread of like information, it's more like pick and choose, put together, make it their own, right. reconstitute, redistribute, right. and that's pretty cool because it's like, the whole idea of like taking a culture and yeah. like making your own. Otherwise, we wouldn't have bomb ass food nowadays. It's true. Yeah, it's think about Phil. This is in the case with like Filipino food. Like half the dishes aren't even like. They weren't there to begin with. Like somebody right. came over there, conquered the island, and put that food there, or at least the idea of the food. I think, as at the very least, as far as music is concerned, we still have in America a large influence on the Asian culture. Yeah, because as you guys said, they adopt from our like our pop right. culture, right? And our pop culture now is kind of hip hop. Like that's what it is. And now it's fed back. And they're one like, and the same. So yeah, yeah. they in, including with uh, you know like K pop. That's yeah. like huge over like yeah. um, that influence is definitely, uh, you know, you you could see it, um, but yeah, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I'm not as much like involved with, like I don't, I don't listen to K-pop, I don't watch a lot of anime. Mm. That is a huge thing with all of my friends though. Right. So like they put me on game about like what shit to watch and yeah. you know everything like that, especially this guy, but. Um, so I'm not as familiar with how much that influence is like creeping over here when it when it comes back around to us, but I definitely see it. Food, uh, 100%. There's a lot more uh, Asian influenced uh, restaurants, especially in Long Beach. Yeah, we're kind of getting our food game up in general. Yeah, we're still working on it, but yeah, um, I don't know. I'm I just see a lot of more of the influence coming out than coming in. Yeah, just on my like from my perspective, but you you probably would know better than that. I think it's just more like we're just playing passing back and forth right. nowadays. Right. I think it's like maybe just trading off like, okay, yeah. you can have this and we'll, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like we'll, thinking about like tacos, like that was a Middle Eastern thing back in like 15th century. Did we learn about that together? Uh, it was on Netflix. That's oh. where I learned about it. And maybe oh, the were, taco docu- yeah. documentary. The yeah. taco. Oh, I know the Lebanese came to Mexico. And yeah, that's what it was. What they brought shawarma uh, over and then they became tacos. Right, right, oh, right. And everybody was yeah. happy that they did that. <laughs> right, thank you. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, I, I also found out, like, like you just said, you know, trade with everything. But because um, chili and spices is a Central American thing, Mex- mm. a Central and South American thing. That's that's how it kind of spread around the world, especially around the uh, age of navigation, you know, with the Portuguese and Spanish. But I think with modern day, how you have uh, globalization and, you know, uh, social media and the advancement of technology, it's like a lot, like, you know, like you just said, a lot faster in trade with culture and, mm-hmm. and just everything else between... You know, Asia, Africa, America, the uh, European countries, like all around the world. Um, like if you were like Christopher Columbus and you were here today and you're like, why the fuck do they have matcha and dragon fruit here? And I haven't even just dis- I haven't even discovered this country yet. Like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> is matcha ABG? I think matcha is definitely ABG. One hundred percent. My sister I love matcha though. So my sister posted. Yeah. I seriously do. Sister posted a story. Even that's being gentrified. Yeah. Thank you, Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. My sister posted an IG story and it was like an Asahi bowl covered in matcha, and she's like, "Oh my god, my favorite!" And I'm like, "No, that's, you know," because I was still trying to figure out what ABG was. Like, is my sister an ABG? It's like ultimate she ABG like, picture. Yeah, and then I asked, I asked her, like, "Is that matcha?" I was like, "You know it is." I'm like, "No." <laughs> I was uh, showing showing Keith uh, yesterday. It's like um, you see a bunch of girls on, on Instagram, like 
they'll have like three, four bowls of ramen. And were, <laughs> yeah. Three different plates of uh, Korean barbecue, and they'll pose with the chopsticks. Oh yeah. It. It's like yeah, take one bite, throw it away. I'm full. Yeah. I only did it for the Instagram. Right. Yeah, I would throw that woman off the building if <laughs> she just took that, one bite and she's like, I'm full. I'm there's like, a no. there's a YouTube page where this this little Asian girl just uh, like eats massive amounts of food in front yeah, of everybody. And I think it's oh, yeah. yeah yeah it's like some weird. I don't know. It's like ASMR, dude. Is it? Yeah. I don't Some think people she's are recording herself, like, sound-wise anyways. No, no, I mean, just like, it's weird, but people can't help but watch kind of thing. Not like it gives them some kind of oral sexual thing. pleasure. Some people it take it. Yeah, some people take it. Really? Yeah, there's like, there's this one really, <laughs> this chick was going ham on some seafood, and it was just like, oh, no. Yeah, and it was disgusting. Yeah. She, she had an alligator crab or something? She was eating crab. You saw that one, yeah. Yeah, I saw I, that. That's, I sent that to you, didn't I? I think you did. Yeah, and you're like, I am ruined forever. Right, thank you for that. I'm going to sleep now. I think it could be sometimes like, you know, whether you're watching it of quantity or um or a challenge it's like oh you know i want to see like eat that ghost pepper or how many shrimps can you eat or sometimes it's kind of like uh in a weird cathartic way where you're sitting down and you're just watching the meat it's like well i guess i don't have anyone to eat with yeah I'll eat with a, this person i think that's what it started <laughs> right. out as like people are just like having lunch by themselves and they have another person eating a lunch with or eating four thousand to five thousand calories with them you know right. like a normal person would right. um <laughs> Well, like I mean, while you're eating a tuna sandwich, if you're talking going, to me. Yeah. yeah, they're going to eat, um, you know, like five racks of ribs in like an hour. And they're going to time themselves. They're not going to puke. But uh, I'm noticing like some of those mukbang ones. They'll like, like okay, I understand they're doing speed up, but I like I don't know. Maybe there's like a cut there where they stop eating maybe for 24 hours. Right. Because like I don't feel like you can eat all that. Yeah, it's one meal like yeah. every 48. Like that's or like <laughs> whatever you're doing, maybe you're purging whatever. I don't want like there's that's just ridiculous. Why don't you don't record think, that too? Yeah, I'm surprised people would have the metabolism to put down, put away 6,800 calories and be like, let me do another one tomorrow. Yeah, and it's mm. always like the, the tiniest of people mm-hmm. doing that. I'm like, what? How? Yeah. <laughs> Jealous of their metabolism, dude. Yeah. Dude. If I, I wish could. I had that. I, I wish I had that. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. Back. Yeah. You just eat... As many dollar chicken sandwiches as you can afford, so you can get four. <laughs> four chicken sandwiches. Exactly you're, four. You're a fucking mukbang champ before right. the term was even invented. Go to Jack in the Box, get uh, the two tacos for one dollar. Oh my god. So get two yeah. of them, so four. Yeah, you get yeah. four, yeah. And then they get their yeah, chicken tacos. Um, or not chicken tacos, uh, chicken sandwiches for another dollar, five dollars right there. Dude, my, tacos, chicken sandwich, right? my sister, I, I keep mentioning my sister this podcast, I don't know why. Um, I know why. She she invented yeah it's probably because she's an ABG in this right <laughs> you know um, what's happening uh, yeah you should, you she, should ask her about the whole AZN phase though like I will I might even have her on the podcast and yeah, be like this this might be a a, a, a theme for the season cool. I never met your sister before yeah it's, she's a hard woman to get a hold of she's got three kids she, she's got to wrangle she's always know? on the move that's yeah. that much is I she do still that. in the area like uh, yeah she lives over at Lakewood now oh, okay right like on. Lakewood area yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, all my family moved out to, like, the Lakewood, Long Beach area. Mm-hmm. It's like a little triangle. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. She invented... I think she did food hacks before anybody did, because she was, like, she's the one that taught me about making a $2 sourdough jack. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Take a jumbo jack, ask them to replace it with a sourdough bun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And For sure. get a shit ton of ranch, because that does not taste like a sourdough jack at all. Nope. And then you're like... Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> 
I was getting that with my friends like um, the the two dollar Big Mac or whatever. You How's get the double cheeseburger, oh. and then just ask them for hey, you know, let me get that uh, that that sauce or whatever on the side. The Mac sauce. Yeah. Ooh, and if they hook you up with that, you got dude. You gotta, I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. If I go over there and like I'm probably drunk, I'm like, uh, yeah, no ketchup or mustard, please. Just put the Mac sauce on that dollar burger, and, and they're like. like they're like checking the checklist. Like it's the same shit. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's exactly the same. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's how I learned about like food hacking. So like, yeah. we're on the topic of just like eating cheap food for I don't know how we got there, but cheap food for less. Uh, it's a process. Yeah, it is. Like stacking fries in a sandwich just for like fries and sandwich. Fries and uh, sandwich. I uh, always do the tacos in the sandwich too. Really? Yeah. Like, Whoa. Like the Jack in the box. Yeah. I just put the like the one dollar burgers and the one dollar. Uh, t- uh, in a blender or just like just put the tacos in the burger that's crazy yeah. how do you you just put them just stack them stack them or like put it in between the buns you know with the you know the rest of the uh, uh, patties and just go put it down with that blow that my mind sounds sir. not as amazing as it probably really is it's pretty good yeah. yeah it's pretty good especially you know late night drunk yeah yeah, yeah. you know you got the buttermilk sauce from oh, uh, man, Jack in the Box yeah. yeah it's really good man Oh, man, I, I wish I had the like. You know, I know they have a pump because they're the Jack and Box by my house in San Diego. Right. They got a ranch pump, the buttermilk pump. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> like, they, like fuck these packets. It's like pump, 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 and you're like fucking. Dude, we're gonna have to start introducing video to this because we're gonna start doing some food. Hack oh man, videos you better right start. Now. You start running and working out with me then, because like I'm nope. not gonna. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guess we're not, not man. You asked me last time. It's not gonna happen. Jeez. It's not gonna happen now. All those times I get drunk in Long Beach and I'm like running a mile in like loafers. I'm like, help me. <laughs> you be running while you're drunk, dude? Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I'm just like sheer willpower. I'm like, I got to get somewhere quick. That, that's impressive. I may be dressed fancy, but I got to run. I mean, so. I, can, I can understand like on a night out and it's, oh, shit, you know, I need to, I need to catch No, no, bus. I'm like, wake up and I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I have to be at a family thing. So I'm like, run my car. Fuck. Yeah. That's like, that's waking up after being so <laughs> in my car, get in the car, throw up a little bit. Yeah. Start the car. <laughs> yeah. I know I got somewhere to be in the morning. Either yeah. I'm like, I don't drink that night, and if I do end up drinking that night, I'm like, sorry, dude, I, I can't make it. Fuck wow. that. I'm not going. I like his style. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just fucking leave him hanging. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I guess I'm a people pleaser. Like, I guess I was like showed up to this family event. I'm like, well, like, swaying back and forth. I'm like, I'm here. At least I'm here. And I'm like, dude, that's me today, bro. <laughs> We're here recording. Yeah. I am hungover. Hey, we're going to get some KBBQ after I'm this not thing. concerned about that because I might throw it up. That's why you just keep kidding. eating. I yeah. just ate Wendy's. You yeah. get some water or something, man. Yeah. They get you hydrated. Water. There's not a lot of water in this corner right now. He drank all the coffee, so that's fucked. Oh, there we go. Oh, you're going to catch my cold, though. Oh, you're fucking sick. Yeah, man. God damn it. Told you I caught that. I thought I that was just your natural rasp. Maybe I just, like, I hocked out a white symphony bar out there. You don't remember that? <laughs> Hershey's <laughs> Symphony Bar. Once again, Symphony Bars are not white chocolate. Don't start this. Okay. Don't start this shade. This you know shade how disgusting this man is? He eats fucking those cookies and cream Hershey Bars. It's good. You're literally the only... Do you like those, Ty? I do, actually. See? Whoa. See that's what, it made me do it. Calm down, You made bro. me do it right now, bro. You literally are, I'm going to rage quit this podcast right now. You're literally fighting yourself <laughs> out of a corner. Is it just that white chocolate is just disgusting for you? Yeah, it's not good. I don't like it. It tastes like... Like, I don't know, like plastic if it was chocolate. Dude, you've eaten a lot of plastic that might have tasted like I haven't like eaten chocolate. a lot of plastic, but I've yeah. eaten some. Okay. What's uh, what's what's your go-to for uh, for candy? candy? Or specifically chocolate. Uh, specifically chocolate. Uh, I really like those Justin's, uh, like, peanut butter cups. Those are really fucking Justin's? good. Justin's? Yeah, they're, like, organic. Okay. And I, I don't real... really give a shit about that, and yeah. I still love Reese's. I just like the consistency inside. Right. Like, it's not all, like, dry and, like, mealy in my mouth. It's, like... 
actual peanut butter. It's so fucking if you had, awesome. If you had a choice, uh, but it's like organic or whatever, and it's like super expensive. It's like two dollars for a fucking. Like, oh my god, that's how much candy yeah. is now. Fancy though, chocolates. Yeah. Yeah, sure, candy's actually. fucking two dollars. It's right. Halloween. Oh, I don't know what you're talking. Ass candy bar. It's Halloween right now. You can get a lot of candy that's for true. cheap. I'm no, it's a day up. after Halloween. Oh yeah, even cheaper. Yeah. They're selling it already now though. Yeah. The candy packs. So the different varieties and shit. What was the name of that fucking peanut butter you're talking about again? It's called Justin's. So Justin's, if you were to describe the consistency, sponsored is it by Justin's Peanut Butter Cups. Justin Peanut Butter Cups, <laughs> two dollars a pop. Um, if you were to describe it between the two, right? You have Butterfingers weird amalgamation crystallization of peanut butter, maybe. Pretty amazing. Yeah, and then a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Where would it fall? Like more towards the the Butterfinger crispity crunchity. No, there's no. no. It's a smooth peanut butter. So it's an actual peanut butter. Yeah. Well, it it's probably mixed it's like a with soft other nougat, things. Kind of nougat it's, consistency. It's the consistency. Like I don't know if you guys have ever had like an old Reese's peanut butter cup as opposed to a newer one yeah, it's peanut that's brittle. like fresh from. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they just delivered it like right. right there. I don't think that's how it works. But they're yes. very different. Well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it came fresh from the factory. Listen. Okay. Okay. I just I find it funny that you're hyping up organic peanut butter candy right now. It's not the organic part that I'm hyping up. It's just the fact that it's good. That's all it is. I don't okay. care about. I, it doesn't need to be organic. Suck my dick. I don't give a fuck about that. Wait. So, <laughs> for for chocolate, would you rather uh, milk or dark? That depends on the chocolate, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because if it's like some shitty, like I don't really eat Hershey's at all. Yeah. It's not really Hershey's anything. isn't really chocolate. I mean, it's not. they legally can have a whole bunch of bug parts in there for the most part. <laughs> they most likely do. Two to three thoraxes per batch or some shit like that. Yeah. It's crazy, but dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, probably. Dark chocolate. Probably dark chocolate. Like the highest percentage dark chocolate. No, that stuff gets kind of like it's like the it's bitter and it's not as. There's like a little bitterness to it, but you know it's still good. Yeah. That's like I don't uh, know. I like a good like 75, 70, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I'm more like a 91. Like you can apply it to skin, it causes a pimple immediately. <laughs> That's the kind of dark chocolate I like. Is it, I thought that was a myth, the whole chocolate and pimples thing. It is thing. a myth. Yeah. Is it, it a myth? Yeah, it doesn't, cause, it doesn't cause pimples. What the hell causes it? You goddamn liar. I, I you know what does? Grease. grease. Just clog your pores. You just need to clean it up and, you know. You have to wash? Yeah. You have to wash? Are, are, you, one <laughs> of those, are you one of those thinky kids on this shit? No, no, God, okay. no. Because <laughs> well, one time we were underway and Doc was talking shit. I mean, we always lose water on a fucking mine sweep. Uh, he's all like... And I had a shit ton of baby wipes from Filipino, and I don't want my like don't want to smell bad. I know water's gonna go out. Doc's never been on a fucking minesweep before. He's like, all that does is redistribute the the bacteria in your body. He's like, all right, Doc, cool. And then like a week after not having potable water for bathing, he's like, Borman, let me get one of those. Like, yeah, sure, man. You st- <laughs> oh yeah. You redistribute those fucking bacteria. At least Tables you smell they good. turn. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, I don't give a shit, but like. Yeah, there's some smelly motherfuckers yeah, on there. And we've been forced in some situations where we had to be smelly motherfuckers. I was roommates with some of them. Ooh, I don't want to remember that. Yeah. yeah. God. We had Ooh, some... Damn, can't escape it at all. No, they're like, we're talking about crusted funk. <laughs> crusted <laughs> funk. The worst of the funk. That hit the sun. <laughs> like, the sun hits that funk spot. Right. I don't want to tell you the source of the funk. Yeah. It's usually like a sock or a crumpled piece of underwear. Right. And then it's piled on with more crumpled socks or pieces of underwear. Right. And then we have a room inspection. You're talking about Great Lakes, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about the ship. Oh, gross. Yeah, yeah it's even worse. Yeah, it's just a whole bunch like of socks with jizz in it. Roommates. <laughs> and then, you know, not to mention, you know, birthing, how it's like cramped yeah. right there. So the way our ship was designed was uh, everyone was um, separated by their their divisions. So mm. us as an ET, I'm, I'm sure other the other divisions had some, uh, some little people too, but 
our ET division on the ship were known for having like the funny talkers. So we, we had some guys with like speech impediments mm-hmm. and one of my best friends who I'm actually going to go see next week uh, down in San Diego, he just think uh, Boomhauer and Forrest Gump mixed together. That's what he sounds like. Oh, I got to uh, hear that rhythm. He's a great guy, but you know what? It'll take you maybe a month to understand because he he talks. I'm mean, trying to think. Is uh, he from Kentucky? No, he's from Alabama. Really? Okay. So you know Forrest Gump. Because uh, like I found out, there's like two kinds of Kentucky. Like it sounds like you're from California because they were like watching TV and that's how they learn how to speak. And that's how like, they learn how to speak. Yeah, like just a California newscaster accent. Okay. But in the middle of Kentucky, and then there's right. like Boomhauer combined with Forrest Gump, like 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 super fast twang, right. and you're like, I have no idea what he said. And there was one time uh, one of our one of our radars went down and they went to go fix it, and then he's the sole technician for the radar. Yeah. But another guy fixed it, so they asked him, "Hey, Patty, you know what happened with IFF?" And he goes, uh, <coughs> "I don't know. Doza got silver tongue." Oh no. He got silver tongue. Doza Do- thick IFF. IFF fine, man. That's Creole, man. Oh, no, man. no, no. That's what he sounded like. Oh jeez. No, he's from Alabama. Wow. But it's great. I love it. And then. So you know how I just you know spoke in broke English. The way he types emails are the exact same way. Too. That's hilarious. Oh wow! I want to see that like written. We had it. <laughs> we had it, and our uh, chief um, made us throw it away. What? Yeah. And our first class kept it, but you know I haven't kept in touch with yeah. him in a minute. So that's cool. Yeah. But it, you know I'll probably go see him next week, and then if you're if you're in San Diego, I'll hit you guys up. Yeah, I, I'm usually in San. So like I'll come up to Long Beach every other weekend because okay. I'm doing stuff in San Diego yeah. on the weekends. Like, I'm trying to, like, just do, like, community service and all that other bullshit. Oh, trying to get your ribbon? Not even that. It's just, like, I need to do stuff because I'm, like, tired of just doing Stagnant? shit. Stagnant? Yeah. I get you, man. I feel you. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm done playing video games and watching anime in my room. For, I think like, if I weekend. stayed active for as long as you did, I that I would get to that point. Yeah, it's just, like, yeah. I'm just going to do stuff for the community at yeah. this point. Cause I'm That's like, good, man. That's yeah. admirable, man. I like it. Yeah, it's, like, I don't know. But, yeah, you, when are you going to come down to San Diego? Like, week. week Weekday or weekend? Saturday. Saturday? I'm coming down. Uh, I'm going to try to bring one of my other Navy friends down, but um, I'm going to try Saturday, like during the day, do like a barbecue, drink, uh, hang out. Um, and yeah, just kind of chill. I need to bring his Gundam because I'm building him his Gundams. Which one are you building him? So he has an Ava 01, but uh, I also have a Strike Freedom wow. that I've been building for over a year now. Jesus. <laughs> it's still stuck in my room. So I got to get that done. What, what's the scale? Like 1 in 12? It's Jesus. The, the one... One, the, the very small one. Okay, yeah. one one twenty eighth or one four four. One four four. Okay. Is that is it been a year because you've just been like lagging on it, or is it, on does it. it just take that like, a different no, 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 that no. amount of time to? Like, so <laughs> if I if I if I wanted to put in details right. and it's complex, like I'll, I'll probably take me a few months. So I want to oh, paint wow. and, and detail. This one, like, uh, I'm just been lazy. Like, he asked me every time, oh, you know, hey, where you, where you at with him? I'm like, oh, um, I just built a leg. Like, you just built a leg last month. I'm like, yeah, well, you know. It's got two legs. Yeah, so I can build the other legs. leg. Yeah. I've just been like, you know, so I'm trying, I'm trying to get that done, get it down to him, and then, um, yeah, I go down to San Diego and just kick it for a weekend. Right on. Yeah, yeah I'll, be free, I'll be free Saturday. Cool. <clears throat> I'll probably go up on a ranch uh, Sunday. I'll probably plug all that stuff towards the end of the show. Plug, for plug, sure. Plug, yeah. Plug, plug. yeah. What you're talking about is Marty Hob. <laughs> Marty Hob. So the at me is just at you. At Mahdi Hob and Ty over here is a master Gundam and possibly Ava unit builder. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> say right now, your your Gundam pictures definitely more on point than your actual IG pictures. Yeah, man. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, yeah, your IG's trash, but your Mahdi Hob page 
where he actually builds these custom-made Gundams from the ground up, possibly from a kit, most definitely from a kit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you do this? You do this for people, and they actually buy it from you? Sometimes they do. Sometimes. sometimes, sometimes do you pay people in Gundam? Sometimes. <laughs> I wish I could. Sometimes I'll like um, I'll do a pro bono. It's like, hey, you know, uh, can you build this for me? I'm like, all right, sure. You know, like this guy gave me a gift. All right, no problem. So all the times like, hey, you know, I need you to do this. All right, Damn. twenty bucks or whatever. Like depending on what they need to do. Yeah. Like, oh, I want paint. I want detailed. All right. Yeah. Here. So people come up with their shitty, like they try to do their own paint job. Like, yo, Ty, you gotta fucking pimp out this fucking this death site real quick. I don't, I don't know what I was doing here. And be like, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, like uh, when they build it, and then I'll uh, redo it for them and everything oh. like that. Or you know, tell them, tell them, like, all right, this is what you need to do, or <coughs> bring it through, and then uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, detail it and everything, put on the all the decals and coloring and everything. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. But I wish you know, like. Pretty dope. My Modi Hub had more followers than my regular Instagram, though. Yeah. So your Modi Hub is not booming, is what you're saying? You're saying you need the cloud Not as much as I would boost? like to. You're gonna gain like okay maybe. You're gonna gain maybe five followers from That's this cool, podcast. Man. That's cool. <laughs> there are gonna be five accounts that I've personally <laughs> five more followers than we have That's right cool, now, too. which is weird. Yeah. That's cool, man. I like it. Yeah, so this is not a popular podcast. It's not. We're not trying. It's okay. So. I'll plug you guys too. It will be though. Yeah. After this award-winning season of ABGs, Asian Gangs. Yeah, we're really stepping it up this season. It's yeah, going it's hard. Crazy. Well, you know what I was thinking, too? Like, you just mentioned uh, doing a visual recording. Like, yeah, we, I think we that have would a be a good one, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if we had, like, we have, like, a tripod, yeah. and the GoPro's in there, but it's not set up, so this is all for, all for nothing. I think also we stopped using it because it just kept shutting off randomly. Yeah, so there was it a power recording. Yeah, yeah oh, we just stopped okay. recording us, and we're like, all right. And, like, when I had to edit stuff out, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I have to, like, sync everything up, cut it out, put it back together again. I'm like, it's like yeah. a, I saw my, uh, my my Canon DSLR that I could probably Yeah, that'd probably, probably be a better recorder than yeah. a GoPro Hero 5. For sure. She's like, literally, we should just be doing kickflips all day long. That should be the podcast. It'd probably be really sick. Dude, you know, if they, I could still do a kickflip right now, I'd be, yeah. like, fucking stoked. Yeah. Have you guys ever done a kickflip? Uh, yeah, I used to skateboard. Yeah, I used I've to only done a kickflip once in my life. Dude, yeah. it's a pretty difficult yeah. move. Like, it's a baseline for everything else you're going to do when yeah. you're skateboarding. But, yeah. I was so proud when I did it. And it was, like, you know, I was, like, maybe... 13 or 14. Hell yeah, dude. That's the time. You're you're fucking excited about that shit because I'm like, I'm going to do it off the yeah. stairs now. What's up? Then I'm going to get sponsored, bro. There you go. <laughs> Be part of that fucking Element skate crew right there. Is Element still a thing? I don't know. I'm so far behind. In Element. Social, social media. I just asked you about something that's been around for apparently 30 well, years. Well, I mean, I remember that. The Osiris? <laughs> oh, yeah. Osiris, DVS. Yeah. Soap shoes? Anybody? No? Yeah. yeah, dude. Anybody still playing with Pogs? No? All right. No, all right. <laughs> Kids are still playing with cards, though. Like Magic and oh yeah, Magic is just Magic is literally like it's it's, it's the blood sport of card yeah. games because people are just there's like a, a Black Lotus card is still like five G's, right? It's still five G's. It's, you can't play with it, but it's still like you know, collectible. Like yeah. collecting a, like a Spider-Man issue one or something like yeah. that. You don't want to read it. You just want to keep it and you know on display or whatever. I have uh, this issue. Uh, you ever hear of Bart Kira? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a printed copy of Bart Kira. Really? Yeah. That's tight. So Bart Kira is this uh, this art culmination of artists around the world that recreated Akira via Simpsons. What? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking sick. So like, I found this. I think uh, Ralph yeah. Wiggum is Tetsuo. No, no. No, it's uh, Ralph Wiggum no, is Akira, but Milhouse. Milhouse is Tetsuo. Yeah. Yeah. 
What a random odd thing it's to do. Cool. <laughs> so you can, you can Google it now. Cool. It's for free online. Okay. And they, they did like a YouTube trailer. And like Mr. Skinner is like the fucking, the, the head security dude, something. Oh, oh uh, the, uh, like the, the captain that was, yeah. This, yeah, yeah, was trying to help them. Oh, uh, yeah. dude, yeah. Bark Holy Here. Is, shit. So Bark That's Here crazy, was. crazy, dude. I think Bark really Here cool. is like 20-plus artists put together. But they never made a printed edition. And there's this one bookshop, which I'll not reveal its location. Son of a bitch. That sold me Bart Kira, and I'm like, I'm going to cryogenically freeze that. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. It's pretty cool that you found it. That's like one of those, like, backroom, <laughs> once upon a time in China. Kind yeah, of, I was like, oh, we still like exotic comics. items. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like so it. you get this monkey paw. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it gives you five wishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Um, they were really going off the rails. Yeah, here, we were going yeah. so far off the rails. Recordings? Uh... So I know we were talking about visual recordings, then monkey paws. Monkey paws. <laughs> oh, I, was, I think I was randomly plugging things. So the, the right, podcast yeah. jaded podcast is now our IG handle because apparently podcast jaded immediately got banned upon creation. Wait, really? Why? Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Like I created the name podcast jaded. I still I see you guys up there, right? No, that's podcast jaded podcast. Okay. That's our IG. Okay. Too many podcasts. Yeah. Podcast jaded pod. PJP. I don't know. It's the newest thing on the street. Everybody's doing it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I tried doing podcast Jade and immediately got banned. Like I sent you that. And I was like, I don't know yeah, what I was happened. Like, what is what it, did I do wrong? This is like inappropriate or yeah. like it's spam or some did shit. It, like, did he give you a reason or anything no, like that? No, and like I, it's like it's saying like I tried making the name again, it says it's taken. It's like no. I tried to fucking <laughs> unlock it, it, says like this account doesn't exist. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. It got me in like oh. an administrative limbo. We're live now though. It's yeah, the so Russians. It's, mm, I don't know. But it's podcast jaded <laughs> podcast. Shit, Russians. Yeah. Oh, let's not get into that one <laughs> right now. <laughs> we're not going another hour on this one. Sorry. Um, we're doing, we're definitely not gonna have to go another hour on that one. But podcast jaded podcast at IG. So at me, boys and girls. At me. ABGs, AFBs. But we can get the Asian fuck boys. Oh, we totally forgot about fuck boys. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Sorry. That's one I guess hour. You'll right never there. know. Yeah. In the one hour you're never gonna get. You're gonna find out. How do you know if your friend's an Asian yeah. boy? Before, before Stay tuned Asian. for part two of Ty's podcast. Ooh. Where we get into... <laughs> if you vape, if you drive a Subaru, if you go to Encore and Aria, okay. you might be a fuckboy. What, what if you're a photographer? Like your, your main DM is like, oh, DM me if you want pictures for your IG. Dep- depends. Is it a profession or is it I'm a sensitive photographer, so at Ooh. me. Both. That might be a fuckboy too. Is it fuckboy? All right. Maybe maybe hyperfuckboy. Hyperfuckboy? Hybrid, hybrid. Oh, hybrid fuckboy. Oh, like HFB is like, oh crap. Oh, hyper. They're going super saiyan now. Yeah. I bought my camera for that reason. Really? Yeah, to be a fuckboy? To be a fuckboy. Fuckboy, fuckboy. We'll take pictures and, you know, be a sensitive artist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sensitive artist. Is, is a sensitive artist a fuckboy? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. They be, can be. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it could be, it's a lot of that is like a facade. So, yeah. like I know, so like some some terms for AFP, some some signifiers for AFPs would be like they'll pose in front. Of, that's anybody that's a fuckboy. They'll pose in front of a car that's not theirs. Yeah, right. yeah. that's true. You know, like hey, I'm a girls pose. be doing that all the time though. Yeah. So <laughs> they is ABG equivalent to a fuckboy? That's what I was always trying to determine. We got to determine that because yeah, you know, you fucking have these Venn circles over there that Venn nothing in the middle. You know? <laughs> no, it was I Evie. S- it said Evie. Oh, so I'm saying that's the that's the the, the basis, the original basis. <laughs> He's just drawing Venn wow. diagrams that are empty. Yeah, I thought like you came over here. I was like, dude, you got like three well, circles the, overlapping. These are all my notes too that I wrote down. And, and those uh, are just more Venn diagrams. 
I'm joking. I'm joking. I he actually honest, had a, you were probably our most prepared you were, yeah. guest ever. I like, yeah. <laughs> Some dude came on our first episode with like a, a, an iPad, uh-huh. and it was just fucking like Dead Sea Scrolls on there, and he started uh-huh. just chanting. I was like, dude, you gotta go. <laughs> I fucking kicked him off. What was the theme of the day? Uh, cult. <laughs> yeah, it was cult. Cult? cult yeah. He started like. His cult specifically. Yeah. I was, was just was like, he dude, in one or was he just, I, he's like leading one? He was like reading off this Whoa. iPad. Like he's, he's like, he's like in the beginnings yeah, of creating. Really? One. No, I'm just fucking with you, but oh, he's he started, like low key though. Yeah, like low key, like well, kind of he started reading poetry. Definitely too old to be a fuck boy. This is a fuck man. Yeah. It's <laughs> a <Does that> fuck. <laughs> Yo. If this, if, this cult, if this cult pops off, you gotta get oh. it back on, man. No, that's what we're hoping. Like, this is every episode we'll throw out back to <laughs> fuck, man. I want to know about <laughs> he, this he cult. He wants to come back on, man. We gotta, we gotta oh. get this guy. I want to know. On. I want to know about this cult. Yeah, yeah man, listen, listen, episode one. This man wants. Yeah, we're not promoting the cult, by the yeah, way. So we're we're also gonna try to treat this like a, a national tragedy. Not be we, named. we don't give him power by naming him, right? Uh, or her. You're right. You're right. Or her. We don't yeah. know. But he's, this person was trying to abduct people with left-handed abilities. Really? Sorry, yeah. tinfoil hat on. No, going another hour. So no. watch out, Obama, because he knows. I'm not that trying you're to left-handed. power him, but that's a very interesting story. No, he just <laughs> that person was all like left-handed this, left-handed that. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Why did we have you on? I actually, I started doing like crosses with like wooden spoons and whatever I can find. In that it's probably our fault that the yeah. cult was created because like he was just talking about it, uh-huh. and then we yeah. alluded to the idea of this being like an entire cult. And he's like, ah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Then he totally I was went like, fuck. It's once upon a time in Long Beach, and it's not a happy ending. Right. Not a happy ending. All right. Yeah. yeah. So sorry about that, Long Beach. Yes. Yeah, we might have created a cult, but joking aside, you should probably watch out for that. Guy. <laughs> watch out for that cult. Um, <laughs> but I would like to say thank you to Ty. Ty, do you have anything to push? I can push yes. Madi Hub for you. Uh, no, that's it. You know, Madi Hub, and um, I'll plug you guys on my social media too. But thank, thank you for that. having me on. It's Absolutely. been a pleasure. Yeah, you're man. definitely Absolute coming pleasure. back. You know, yeah, every man. time you come on, you get a you get a free meal. So it's a Korean barbecue. You want to get Korean Korean barbecue up every weekend? I guess you just come over here. And I'm cool with that, man. <laughs> and then we never see you again. Hang out, hang out, <laughs> Ghosted. Chill, yeah, it's cool. It's cool, man. But you're 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 living here now, right? You yeah. Know, you what you. Once a weekend every month? Once a weekend every month, uh, but I am getting out in December. Okay. Like I'm done done with the reserves, done with the Navy, going back to school, or just going to do school, focus on civilian internship. And right on. Done with the whole military side, so uh, yeah, so it's going to be right good. On. Filthy civilian, I like yeah, it. Man. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm all about it. Tell me about your, your first world Starbucks problems. I got plenty. Oh, man. We're going to have to but save that for another episode. I I'm sorry, they have these fucking sippy cups now. There's no straws. This is fucking bullshit. Look, I tested that matcha last time. I had a matcha green tea. It's pretty good. It's like I, a yeah. I went to that I went to that climate protest in uh, L.A. Last yeah, I week saw that. Okay, Friday. Yeah. One more thing. One more thing. And, yeah. and, uh, and right next to it was a Starbucks, right? And the line is full, like fucking wrap around the block, oh right? My God. And you see, you know, climate change. Like I get it, you know, it's a good cause, but you just see everybody just walking around with those plastic cups, right? That's and hilarious. it's just like trash everywhere. I was like, dude, like I'm picking up trash, and is at a certain point, I'm like, all right, you're like, come on, guys, yeah. get, your, get your act together. Like, what, what's your message? Are you being here for the IG? I'm pretty sure people are just, oh man, we could really go in. Oh yeah, we're really, we're, yeah. But we're not. Yeah. Uh, but I saw that. Like I could have been at Area 51 instead of press. Like what the? What are you doing there in the first place? 
Uh, my friend wanted to go, and it was extra credit. Oh, okay. And to be honest, like, I do agree with him. Yeah. You know, I do agree with, with you know, let's, uh, let's uh, you know, try to cut back carbon. But, well, I was going to uh, say, like, you're a vegan now? No. You're saying no, it was no. like a vegan protest. There, there, there was an Indian family that was giving out, um, like, a vegan curry dish, though. Oh, nice. Really good. Yeah. Really good. But, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the hypocrisy of yeah. when I was there. It was... Pretty funny. Also, yeah. you heard protest and word association. You were like vegans. No, he said it. Oh, he and said he, that. Uh, okay, I didn't hear yeah. that part. My fault. No, he told, he told me like he sent me a picture, and then I also saw it on your IG. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing there, man? Why aren't you? You're trying to give me the scoop on this Area 51 raid. I thought you were totally behind it. Which actually turned out like only 100 people showed up. So luckily nobody at got At the hurt. gate. Yeah, at, at, the, at gate. the gate. But like, there's 3,000 something that showed up at the uh, town of Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They weren't about it. Yeah, but it wasn't as big. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I mean. Yeah. There was that one old lady who straight up just walked to, walked in. There was a video of her. She just walks right in and nothing happened with her. What? And then she just walked back she out. She came back enlightened. Okay. Right. She's cool. hovering above she's, everyone. Yeah, she's got just fucking sh- oh, shining powers. The shining. The shining. The, the shining. Yeah. She found Half-Life 3. Yeah. And I watched, the uh, rest of uh, <laughs> hand soap that kills the 0.01%. The 0.01%, yeah. 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 All, all the anime waifu pillows that are actually pillows, all yeah. the successful anime waifu to real life pillows. <laughs> they're just in there. Yeah, don't worry about that. I don't don't, know, don't have to that one, David. Right now. I'll show you a waifu yeah, pillow. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I ever showed you it, but I have one. My friend bought me bought me one at a anime convention. Jeez. They they say that there's a secret experiment experiment trying to bring waifu pillows to laifu, <laughs> and they're hidden at Area Fifty One. Okay, that's enough. For that. <laughs> yeah. David, do you have anything to plug? Please. No, man. I don't have anything to plug. You know, you to plug I'm anything? plugging Podcast Jaded on the, on the grams. Mm-hmm. I'll plug that all day. We need more people to love us. Yeah. Because we need attention and love. It's kind of weird. Just like any other human beings. True. Oh, true. I'm hugging you as hard as I can I'm in my mind. I'm hugging you via auditory. Damn. Hugs. My ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? I don't know. After waifu to laifu, I really just don't want to say anything anymore. <laughs> uh, that was a good. That was a good. Uh, yeah, honestly, honestly, that's the highlight of the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it was. I, it it was, was cute. Yeah, it was. Um, doing this voice, you know, I just want to put out a couple things. You know, this is Keith's serious voice. It's <laughs> where he plugs things. Fucking um, announcer voice and shit. This is where I talk about this farm. So maybe you were growing up, and then you had a pet that got too old, maybe got too sick. And your parents said, Honey, we're going to have to send him to that oh, ranch up north. We're doing voices now, okay. Yeah, no, that was a really bad one. I'm never doing that one oh, again. Pretty good, keep going. No, I'm going to stop because that hurt extremely. <laughs> Come on, I went a couple octaves up, but I'm going to keep going with no, the story. This is important. With the shell. Go ahead. It is Friends of Ferdinand over in Rooster Ranch, over in the Paula Valley Indian Reservation. Or, I'm sorry, the uh, La Jolla Indian Reservation area. So it's over like past Escondido. You go to friendsofferdinand.global. You can figure more stuff out. They're also on Instagram. But over there are all the pets that you had as a kid. That dog that got too sick and then your parents are like, we can't take him to the vet anymore. Well, Friends of Ferdinand will go ahead and take care of that dog. They're an animal sanctuary, not just for pets, but also for farm animals. But they also do adoption events as well. In October, they're going to be doing some tours. They're going to need some help. I'm only shilling them right now because they're... a a down earth, like, hey, there are animals in need. Sadly, there are people that are shitty, and they're like, let me go ahead and have, like, 52 peacocks, and then, like, legally I can have zero. They're the one picking up the slack on that. Mm. So, friendsofferdinand.global, friendsofferdinand on Instagram. You hit me up. 
Um, that's all I got. Mahdi Hobb, I'm just going to push it again because I'm going to get a – hopefully if I shill hard enough, Ty over here will get me a Mercurius and V8 model yeah, to scale. I'm talking about to scale. To scale. <laughs> to scale. Oh, shit. Real Gundanium. The actual blueprints made off of based off of Wing Zero. To scale and operational. Yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> you know, just the defense and attack uh, anti Gundam Gundams. That's a it's great mode of transportation for yeah. San Diego. Nice. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So, Mahdi Hob, if you want to recreate the most famous Gundam battles, or maybe some across stuff, I don't know. I don't want to yeah, get you can do some across. I you can some, do it all. You're like, you're like shaking. Just go check new. it out. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Do like an Eva, an Eva unit. If you want a hentai figurine painted oh, by a professional. So cool. Oh, God. Also to I scale. Would do it. Yeah. I to would scale. Do that. <laughs> From waifu <laughs> to waifu. <laughs> definitely do that. I, I, I would get like a hentai. Uh, ooh, who would I get? Sailor oh. Moon? Okay, we're stopping. We're stopping. Uh, okay, no, this, this, no, no, that worked. Yeah, this is Sailor yeah. Moon. Oh yeah. my god! From waifu to waifu, Mahdi Hobbit at Instagram. I like the blue-haired one, the short hair. Oh, uh, yeah. Sailor Mercury. Yeah, yeah she's dude. a little you, slut. You fucking purr. <laughs> this is podcast jaded. I'm Keith. I'm David. I'm Ty. All hey, right. Ty, we'll see you next week. Maybe I don't know. Maybe episode yeah. fifty now.